0: watching MLW Alpha Fusion got a lot of names hasn't it this week because we already knew what the war chamber results were and that took place the week after so we had the Opera Cup quarter semi-finals this week and we know who won because we know who won the Opera Cup it's a bit odd but actually the piece itself was pretty good Actually, or all, all, all in. There were some issues again. There always are with MLW. Early on, we've got Hammerstone just yucking it up, really, with Holiday all the way through, and um, and uh, and Duca. Um, they've got this investigative reporter bloke, up, they can't remember what his name is. Not really important enough to, for me to remember it. I don't think. And um, and then we, he he's got food in his mouth, or something. And he's spitting food all over the reporter because that's funny, you see. Holiday still talks up being. Dynastic. And um, then El Jefe comes in and we have some nonsense with him. I switched off. Not mentally, not. I didn't stop the thing, but um, I don't. Seeing El Jefe doesn't really interest me now. It's part of the soap opera. So let's go on to the fighting. Lost Parks versus 5150. Oh, it was all right. You know, I mean, they teased this last week. They call it a turf war. That's on commentary. I don't necessarily think that's the case, you know. I mean, if you're going to try and do it like that, it's terribly urban and it's gang warfare. We've seen that before and we don't need it, to be honest. Even before we start the match, really, you've got something's going on in the back. It always is with MLW. Why is it always going on in the back? Why can't they get better security? Why can't they lock some doors or something or turn they can't go somewhere. Jacob Fartou is unhappy with something. I don't know, it might be catering. It could be that his lettuce is wilted. I don't know, but he's not happy. This is supposed to be a trios match and it isn't. There's just two against two. There's a lovely moment actually when Danny Limelight, is getting beat up in the corner, sees that the camera's right there, and flashes his sign to the camera while he's still getting beat up. It's... (laughs) Ah. Oh hang on, this is homicide. Well, it won't be an ROH. Much longer or any more, will he? So here he is. Seems like they bought him and bought him in, and uh, he's going to be part of 5150. The crowd are into this, and so am I. Pretty quickly, though, that's all over, and there's uh, the usual leather belt smacked on their opponent from Lost Parks. They smack it onto Slice Boogie. At one point, there's quite a nice move from Boogie actually. I'm getting used to saying that name now. He's finally muscled, you know, it's a big bloke. Picks Park Jr. up, turns him round in a kind of tilt whirl but not really, he just sort of turns round on the spot and power slams him um, through a door, which is very nice. The commentary said, did you hear the bell? There's a bell, did you hear it? I don't think anybody else heard it. I don't think there's, there was a bell. I think there may be supposed to be a bell. We do get a bell just slightly after that. No one mentions it after that, it's a bit odd. And you've got L.A. Park spearing boogie, which is good, actually. And this That big bloke can move. You know, they all fight outside, of course, as usual in MLW. And um, 5150's mate, Julius Smokes, is hit on the, um, I think, I don't know whether be slammed or something like that, on the walkway. And he kind of does a move as if he's having a seizure. So his hands are shaking and he's doing all of that. And he keeps doing it actually. Now either he is in trouble and having some kind of seizure, which would be awful, or he's making it look like that, which would be inappropriate and also awful. So, yeah, that's not good either way, is it? The match was okay, but it was nothing special. But Niles Garvin's coming! Beef! Niles Garvin! So that's exciting. I don't even know who he is. But they keep trailing it, so it must be alright. Now they're continuing to battle, the two um, teams we just saw, because MLW like to do this as well. Get something in the middle of it, go back to a battle, because it looks like it's dead exciting, like it's been battling the whole time. They probably just walked through to the back and then said, right, three, two, one, and battle. And um, one of the lost parks has their mask taken off, which is a terrible thing to do, to paraphrase the, uh, the commentary team and 5 um, one make off with it so they'll be having some fun with that in future weeks I suppose now here's a 12 man elimination tag team match because you've got War Chamber coming up where they have the tag teams you see it, 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 it's a chance for people who they've actually got on their books to be seen you, you sort of think oh right first of all somebody new Beast Man who's got a bone to gnaw on yep he's got the kind of animal pelts on he's got a big beard and he's accompanied by Kim Chi, well at least one of them, <laughs> there have been many over the years. Um, so he's in here, Kevin Q's in here, Gino Medina, Casey Navarro, good to see him here, Ikura Kwan, King Mo is here, he's been forgotten a bit, hasn't he, King Mo? This might be the chance for him to do something because he hasn't since he's been here. Zen Shi, good to see him here, War Horse, Savio Vega, oh, Blue Meanie, who's your little, remember this, and uh, Holiday, and then EJ and Duca, who will probably beat everybody up because he's a big bloke and they're trying to push him. Okay, so on the way out, <laughs> quite a nice moment. Or they goes to fist bump somebody, fully knowing that the guy's going to give him the finger, and he can say, "Whoa, hang on, I'm not, I'm not fist bumping you." It looks good, actually, very nice. Because they all bump, uh, they all fight to start with. Not bump, they all fight, although they do bump into each other. It's like a Survivor series thing, this, isn't it? Early on, um, Kevin Q hits a rather bad gut wrench powerbomb on Warhorse. Warhorse actually kicked out, it looked like, and they do mention that on commentary, but he's the first out. He's been jobbed out yet again. That will be the second week running, and if I was Warhorse, I'd be looking at my contract. Then King Mo comes in, takes one spine buster from EJ and Duca, who they're trying to push, of course, as I said, and he's gone. So you've made Mo look foolish as well, and he's supposed to have some kind of, you know, big kind of. Um, he's supposed to be somebody special and he's gone, oh I don't know, that's jobbed massively and that's a bad idea then Koo takes a huge Nduka powerbomb, Nduka holds on to him for the pin which is a nice little wrinkle and um, Koo bounces, (laughs) it's a big powerbomb, then Casey Navarro's in You've got uh, good energy from him. Zenshi and he hanging together is very good. Zenshi takes two men down with a DDT, which is good. And then Beastman throws uh, Zenshi and then tastes a cannonball. And it's a pin. Yep. Then you've got uh, Beastman trying to throw the bone, or use the bone, on Savio Vega. Then a very bad heel kick from Vega. and, um, And Vega's pinned. See ya. Meanie comes in, bit of comedy. Beastman splashes him and pins him. See ya, early bath night. And then we've got the Nduka show. Poor spinebuster to Beastman for the pin. He also pins Kim Chi, and the referee counts, even though Kim Chi is not in the match. And the referee really should be saying, you know, if if I'm an authority figure, I shouldn't be doing this. Just do it. Certainly, sir. It looks like that's what's happening. Medina and Holiday are in fighting together. They've got previous, remember? we don't remember too much. They go over the top and they fight and Medina comes in quickly and Holiday gets a count out, that's quite nice actually. And then Nduka's got three men left and he beats them all because we know he's going to win because they're trying to push him. Next we've got Nightingale talking to El Jefe. As usual with these backstage segments, you can't really hear what they're saying. I keep turning it up and down, but he's certainly praising her. It seems for her physical attributes and she seems delighted. It's a bit creepy to be honest. Then Fartu is in, Jacob Fartu without Hefe. Um, and he's angry and he wants another shot at the belt. And Hefe says, Well, my hands are tied. It um, it all rests with Joseph Samael. Now, Fartu's work is good here, and are they about to break him from Contra? I'd like to see that actually, because I think he can do more. And finally, you've got Richards versus Fish. Who will win this, I wonder? Well, seeing as Richards won the Opera Cup completely, all out, on uh, War Games, or War Chamber, don't call it War Games, you know he's going to beat Fish, but actually this is a good, good match. There's some nice arm manipulation, good snap at the dragon screw from Richards, he's... His work really has an exclamation mark or point, if you're an American, on everything he does. Nice leg screw from Fish. This is the best match he's had since he left WWE, to be honest. That, drag- that leg screw or leg lock is turned round by Richards, who tr- and then Fish tries to pull Richards into the pin while he's in the lock, which is lovely. Nice Richards brain buster from the ankle lock for a long two. That doesn't work, so he goes back to the leg lock, gets the pin. It's a good fight. But unfortunately, afterwards, we get Holiday and Hammersmith sort of having fun with each other. Holiday going over a sort of, going for a sort of flight of fancy about him beating Hammersmith, not Hammersmith, Hammerstone. Hammerstone. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be double-barrelled. Hammersmith-Palais, double-barrelled. Hammerstone sort of fighting him, beating him. And Enduka's completely out of this. He Alicia too, of course is. But Enduka. Is out of this while they're just having a chat about uh, uh, you know they used to be friends and so they're going to chat. It's a weird way to end, to be honest, a very weird way. And um, that's LLW Alpha for you yet again. Some good, some bad, quite a lot bad, some good. That 12-man battle royal was all right actually. the you know it, it worked well, everybody got their chance, and it was very well booked, to be honest. The little bits vignettes are just not good they're terrible soap opera as I said last week I'll watch old reruns of Falcon Crest if I want that but sometimes this was even as bad as the love boat oh dear ta-ta